Welcome to the Oceans Ministries Podcast. Here's your host, Tim Spikestra. Welcome to Ocean Ministries Podcast uh, from Lesotho, Africa. It's a blessing to be back in Lesotho, even though it's cold and right now rainy. Um, But it's a great opportunity for me to introduce you to Lerato. I've written about Lerato before um, in uh, the blogs. In Lerato, I met over a year ago. Uh, He was a long-term volunteer at Beautiful Gate, working in the care center here with the abandoned babies. And uh, the first thing I was attracted to Lerato, he has this great uh, smile and a great heart, full of love. Uh, Love the kids well here at Beautiful Gate. Um, But God was calling him uh, to pursue education, and he looked at uh, some places in the United States, but that didn't work out. And uh, actually, the director here, Lindy Way, at Beautiful Gate, suggested, hey, what about YWAM? And uh, YWAM is Youth with a Mission, that they do discipleship training schools all over the world. And Lerato applied and got accepted and uh, had an incredible journey that God brought him on. And so we just want to share a little bit uh, this morning with you about that. And Lerato, welcome. Thank you. What is your, you can tell them your full name, because I'm just saying Lerato, but what is your full name? A Basutu name. Okay, my name is Lerato Mutsiani. I grew up in I grew up in Mafiten district for some time before I could move to the city Maseru. But I stayed most of time most of my time in in Maseru. And the incredible thing, God has had his hand on Lerato. Uh, his father had passed away and then his mother got sick. And she passed away. And then Lerato uh, took care of his younger brother. Um, And so, in a sense, an orphan, taking care of your brother, then coming to Beautiful Gate to take care of orphans. So that's, I know I wrote about that before, but just a beautiful story. Um, But tell us, uh, from Beautiful Gate, God opened the door and, and... People in the States, oceans came and said, hey, we want, we believe in you. We want to support you. And uh, tell us what it was like at, in Cape Town at your discipleship uh, training school. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I was still at a, a center here. I applied for a few schools in the States, but I didn't get admitted. And then I applied to this YOM. Uh, in Cape Town, Musenberg, and then I got admitted, and I, I really, I really, I was trying, I was uh, beginning to grow in my, you know, in my faith with God a little bit here at Beautiful Gate, was really helpful, but as I went to Cape Town, it really, it really amazed me, and I really saw God working, and just, uh, you know, not really knowing what, what my future is like, but uh, God bringing people to come to me to support me to go further with my life. And I believe that, uh, you know, doing a discipleship training school is really the foundation of 
everybody's life, I would recommend everybody to do it. So when I got to Cape Town, it was beautiful, amazing, and I've always wanted to live by the beach. It was so beautiful, and you know, I saw got moving in my life. And when I got there, I learned a lot about God. And things that I never thought would happen to me, like I've had, I've seen videos on YouTube of people who say they have, you know, had experiences with Jesus. They have had, some have seen angels and things like that. Um, things like that were, were happening and I've had people talking about that and I've seen visions of Jesus Christ himself. And, you know, like, there's a scripture in the Bible that says if you uh, you take a step, God will take thousand steps close to you. So it was um, really a beautiful journey. And then I went to Japan for outreach. It was an amazing uh, first time to be on the plane as a Mosoto boy. First time, right? First Ever. time, yeah. yeah. First time to be on the plane uh, to fly to, you know, uh, Ethiopia and fly from Ethiopia to China and from China to a small island called Okinawa. Mm. So we go to Japan. It was beautiful, very beautiful people, Japanese people, very kind, very welcoming. Um, yeah, we went to Japan and then I remember this one church that we went to. So this church is in a small island that now is... Um, that now falls under Japan. It was uh, its own country a long time ago, but now it's under Japan. So we are, we are at this church praying for people. People are getting healed. Mm. People are receiving miracles. Uh, I remember there was one lady with one eye that couldn't see, but after being prayed for, the lady could see. And I remember again with, uh, with the ear, the same thing happened. And... There was a lady who couldn't walk properly, but after being prayed for, there were a lot of miracles happening. So I love kids, and then after the ministry, I was just playing around with the kids. There's this boy that I had seen the day before, but I wanted to talk to the boy, but there were so many kids that I don't know why I was specifically wanted to talk to this boy. I was, you know, playing with the kids, running, and then I saw him sitting uh, sitting alone at the back row and I was like, okay, let me go talk to him today. I wanted to talk to him yesterday. I don't know why. Because there were so many kids to play with. I went to the boy, asked him, how are you? What's your name? Introduced myself and he told me his name. His name is Michael. He's from the States, but he lives in Japan with his dad. Uh, his dad is in military. So I asked him and then I asked him about God. He says, oh, God is great. God is a good father to him. He's really awesome and, you know, things like that. And I started to think, uh, a kid, he's 10 years old. He's 10, he's 10 years old. And I'm like, a 10-year-old boy telling me things like this, there must be something. And then I asked him, how is your prayer life like? How is, yeah, how do you do, the, how do you study the Bible and everything? And then he tells me that, well, my prayer life is great. Uh, sometimes go to heaven and sometimes sometimes see visions and see Jesus Christ. We go to heaven, we raise people with Jesus Christ from the dead, things like that in the streets. And he sees, he sees things in the spiritual realm. 
So before before we went to Japan, that is what I was praying for, and I was like, God, if you are real, I want to see things like this. I want to, I want to get something. I want to see something too. And then uh, as I was talking to him, the uh, some of my teammates were talking to his father somewhere in the church as well. So it happened that we were talking about the same experiences. So he came and then he said, "Can you please pray for my son because my son and." Um, you know, because of things that he say, uh, the, the the other kids might be mocking him because you know at his age saying things like that, especially in Japan. You know, so we uh, we continued and prayed for the boy, and then he started saying he sees angels. He sees he sees. He said first of all he saw a message written for me, a message written for me, and I still have the message although I didn't bring it with me. I wrote it down. And I remember that day exactly. It was on Saturday, on the the seventh of May, I think. I think so. So uh, Jesus wrote a message for me from Him. Said He loves me so much. He's so excited that I want to see Him face to face. And I got so excited. So during that time, we continued. Uh, we continued with worship. We worshipped, and then he said, Jesus is here. I can see the angels are here. And then I decided to kneel down on my knees and begin to worship him. I didn't see him, but the spiritual atmosphere was really different. Even in my heart, I felt, I felt, something, that I, I felt something that I cannot really explain. So I knelt down on my knees and said, Jesus is holding your head. He's kissing you on your forehead. And then we continued worshiping, and I was really excited. Although I couldn't see him, but I, I, I had faith that he was there. I, I believed him, because I wouldn't understand why he would just come to me and lie to me without even knowing me. And then we continued, and during we continued we worshiped for some time, and then we continued. And as I was raising my hand like this and worshiping him, one of my leaders, uh, his name is Noah from Canada, one of my leaders. Also said he saw uh, he also saw Jesus Jesus and holding my hand like this so mm-hmm. I was doing like this and he was holding my hand like this and he even opened his head his eyes to see if I I did this I don't, yeah I did this grabbed his hand grabbed right his, so exactly. he's holding your hand yeah so that was that was a confirmation from him too they didn't even know each other they they have never even met before and after that. Um, after that, my worship time was really, really, really different because um, I finished um, I finished those days very excited and very happy that that even if I didn't see him, but um, it was really amazing experience of worshiping him while you know while somebody was saying he was there. I was I was I was I, I can't really explain. I was really excited. I worshiped him, and I could wake up. Uh, I could wake up in the night in 1 a.m. and just wake up and worship him and I could cry all the times. I I think I finished the whole week crying and mm. some of my teammates who were with me could tell and I was really excited and whenever they were asking me, how are you? I would just say, Jesus touched my head. I posted it on Facebook everywhere. It was really exciting and then we moved to a different place as well in in Japan, we went to Tokyo, so we went to this church called uh, Christ Christian Fellowship. So one day I was praying, 
as I was praying, I think it was around 4 a.m. <coughs> I was praying and then I, as I was praying, I was uh, just laying down and holding my Bible and praying and then I began to see a vision. I was not sleeping, I was just laying down. And then I saw a vision of myself and Jesus Christ. Mm. I couldn't really see I couldn't really see his face very well, but I knew in my spirit that it was him. So I was uh, uh, on this vision I was um, in Cape Town, Musenbeck, where I did my DTS. So I was in Cape Town and I was in the foyer and he was like uh, at the gate, at the gate of the of the door the place. and uh, yeah, of the place and I was at the foyer so he was uh, you know showing his hand to me and then I came to him and as I came to him he was surrounded by this um, by this massive light by this that light um, so I came to him and then I didn't say anything he didn't say anything I just thought he was calling me because he was doing that I was walking with him and then we were going to the beach and as we were going to the beach and I was like, Jesus, I don't think, I was saying in my heart, Jesus, I don't think I'm worthy of walking with you on the beach or going to the beach. I'm just, I'm just not uh, worthy of walking with you because even my thoughts, even, you know, if we go to the beach, I might, I might have lustful thoughts and the Bible says if I look at a woman lustfully, I've committed adultery in my heart already. And I'm like, I don't wanna I don't wanna walk with you there, you know. I don't wanna walk with you there. But he didn't say anything. I'm I'm just saying that in my heart. And then we go to the beach, we sit by the beach. So we're like five minutes away from the beach at the school. We sit at the we sit at the beach and then he we are sitting at the beach and then he comes in front of me and tells me the rato you know what, I love you so much, no matter what has happened, no matter what is happening, I love you so much. And then after that, we went back. Uh, on our way back, I just saw my, myself alone working mm. to the school. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was really exciting. Those, uh, those things were, you know, I know that God is real. I know God is alive. Those things were really showing me that, you know, to have a, a relationship with God and um, even in John 14 21 through 21 it says he will reveal himself to us he will reveal to himself to those who love him to those who you know to those who obey him but I don't obey him sometimes but he has that grace to even show himself to me you know and that was really exciting that was so exciting I always shared those testimonies mm. and yeah. Yeah, and I, it's just amazing to me um, the way God works. And we have our friend Tyler Roberts here who is a long-term volunteer at uh, Beautiful Gate. And Tyler was teaching us the other night at our family time and talking about that Ephesians 1 passage, right, that... Uh, he loved us before the foundation of the earth, right? It's true. And uh, he chose us, and he, as you see here at Beautiful Gate, that adoption, I think we're going to see adoption this Friday. And in the physical, how a child is adopted into the family, but that Ephesians 1, 4, and 5 passage that 
we have been adopted into this incredible family of God. And Lorato, through Beautiful Gate, and you, I remember the story of you walking by here, and one day God's going to let me be here. And, and the purpose was to bring you here and show you his love here through even loving on the kids and them loving you back. But then God has this great purpose for you to go to Cape Town, to discipleship training, bringing you all the way to Japan to give you visions and dreams to tell you he loves you. Um, and that's the heart of the gospel. It's all him. It's his grace, his love. He pursues us even in our hardest times as orphans. And uh, you've gone through some very, very difficult times. But for you to testify, um, John, four, or John 14, too, that you know, he's brought you into this family uh, of the Father and the Son and uh, that obedient love. And your name means Lorado, which is love. And the greatest commandment in John chapter 13, 35 is that we love one another, right? And so providentially, God has named you love. He has showed you love as an orphan, uh, spiritually and physically, and brought you into his kingdom and is going to use you. So what's next, do you think, after these experiences? What, where is God leading you? Where do you sense... Uh, your future is. And I, again, we don't always know that because God's ways are not our ways. But, but for the person listening, how can we pray for Lorato um, mm. and the future? Um, I, when I was in Japan, I really have a heart for Japan. When I was in Japan, I remember one time when I was praying, working. You know, I love the beach and Everywhere we went to, uh, it was always be a beach around, and I was like, God, wow, you always give me the desires of my heart, you know. I was really excited. I love the beach. We don't have the beach in Lesotho. No, <laughs> just mountains. <laughs> just, just beautiful and, mountains. It's and beautiful. cold. And, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I remember, we had ministry one day, and I'm just walking by the beach, and, you know, having my quantum and talking to Papa, and like, Daddy, I really love this place. I want to come back. I want to live here. Um, but if you don't call me here, then, you know, then it means I won't come. But please call me here. <laughs> please. I like it here. And then I'm praying, and we moved to a different church two weeks later. And then there's this lady. I don't know. I think this lady comes from Hawaii. So she does prophetic art. So prophetic art is like... Um, you know, you write what God tells you in however art, you know, in however you, you can do it. So we meet this, uh, we meet we meet her and the other people. We have lunch and, uh, you know, we're just having lunch and excited and welcoming us. And then the following day we have worship at a church that we were living. So we are worshiping and she does, she has this many flags, different flags, and I think the one that she gave me is the one that is only written Japan and God's call. So we Yeah, I wish you could see it. He has it here with us. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. very colorful. Yeah. So <laughs> we are we are worshiping and then she comes to me and she says, You know what? I was praying yesterday and God put you on my mm. heart to give you this flag. This flag this lady doesn't even know me. She she has never heard of me before. And then she gives me this flag that is written Japan and God's call. 
And I started jumping and excited because this is what I was praying for. So God answered my prayer. So, and the, the, the other people who were also giving me Japanese Bibles, and they were like, your Japanese is so good as well, you know. And there's this gentleman who came to me and said, please come to Japan, I'll give you a job. And there's this other one said, who, who is in Japan as well, I said, you know what, um, whatever you need anytime, if you want to come back, just let me know, mm. just message me. So that was, uh, that, that is what I think, but God knows better than yeah. I do. Yeah. That is what I think. I think God has called me to Japan and I'm just praying for God to, you know, work however he wants to, mm-hmm. not in how I want to, but so I'm still praying and I want to, I want to be English teacher, maybe in Japan, so I can, you know, provide for my family as well. So I applied to a school that is called uh, TEFL Academy of Teaching English to Non-Speaking mm-hmm. English Language. Secondly, ah. yeah. So I'm still praying about that and praying for finances. So please pray for God to, you know, support to, yeah, to give me finances to go to school and get a laptop and then I can provide for my family then my calling will be living in Japan that I can influence the kids to you know to start believing in God to see that God is real and share that will be a good platform for me to share God's glory to share the gospel yeah that's amen and Japan like many places need needs the gospel and needs and God's given you a great testimony mm-hmm. um how he's brought you to himself through difficult situations. And so it's been great having Lorato here. Uh, we know God has great things for you. Um, and again, uh, the heart of Ocean's ministry is to make the Father known to spiritual and physical orphans around the world. And seeing you, maybe God leading you someday back to Japan or wherever he may lead you, he's raised you up as his very own son of the king to declare that there is a good good father who loves through his son jesus christ there is so thank you for sharing thank you for being here and please uh be praying for lorato and what god has for him and uh thank you again god bless and thank you uh, for listening to oceans ministries podcast have a great day thank you for joining us To hear more episodes or learn more about Oceans Ministries, please visit oceansministries.org.